Hello, this is Peter Stewart from My Technique to Voice Care Tips. This is how you can get a better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice. We're looking at the keys to conversationality over the next couple of three weeks. And step number one is to study natural conversations in the wild. Yeah, to sound conversational, you need to give the impression that you are talking without a script. If if the audience thinks that you're reading pre-written, pre-edited, pre-rehearsed words, then that sheet of paper or, or computer screen has come between you and the message. You need to give the impression that you're talking to the listener unimpeded with ad-libbed fluency. And if you want to replicate the sound of naturalness in your reading, then it makes sense, doesn't it, to study that nature in the wild. Listen to other people's conversations and monitor your own as well. How do other people speak? I mean, for example, is it in sentences? No, it's not. What what, what are other people's pace, their, their use of the pause and so on? What's their level of intonation, the rise and fall in pitch of their voice as they speak? For example, consider the naturalness of talking to a friend live, perhaps about a great new potential partner you've just met. Yeah? Yeah? So, so uh, it's me uh, speaking to you, and I've just got a new girlfriend, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really, really exciting. Uh, I saw them for the first time. I met them. I saw them. We got talking. What's happened to my voice there? It went up in pitch, didn't it? Did you notice that? So when people get excited, the voice goes up in pitch. That's one part of conversationality that you can examine in the wild. People's use of pitch when they're talking about something. Are they going to go up because they're excited? Or are they going to go low to be much more reassuring or steady and calming? So think about those different things. We talked about pitch before, we talked about tone before and intonation as well. It all comes back into conversationality here, doesn't it? So so I met this girlfriend, right? And then, uh, you know, I met her across a, a crowded dance floor. And then I kind of, well, you know, we, well, we, we, we got one of those little booths in the corner and we uh, we kind of sat down and we got talking and, you know, one thing led to another and moved in a, a little bit closer for a... You know, a kiss and a cuddle. What happened? My voice has dropped. And my voice got slower as well. Yeah? Okay, let's pick up the story. What do you notice about my voice in this little bit? So anyway, so we left the uh, we left the nightclub, um, and um, <laughs> she um, she she asked me to go back to her place. So we went back to her place. We got the bus. We went back to her place. We went upstairs. You know. Anyway, one thing led to another. Yada yada yada. You speak faster over the bits which either are unimportant about how you got back to her place, the mode of transport, and also you talk faster over the bits you don't want to mention. Anyway, one thing led to another, yada, yada, yada. Yeah? You're brushing over it. You're throwing that bit away. Okay. We take up the story. I'll go back a little bit so you can hear the change. Anyway, went back to her place, went upstairs, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, the next morning, what did I do? Slowed down, but also elongated the words just before describing what happened 
I'm building, oh, as I am now, naturally. I didn't even know I was doing that until I, well, yeah, just naturally. Slowing down the words, build up a bit of tension, build up a bit of excitement, build up a bit of drama, ratchet it up a little bit. I'm slowing down not only the pace of what I'm saying, but slowing down the words as well. And the next morning, yeah, okay. And then you can increase volume and increase your pronunciation and intonation and enunciation to emphasize certain facts. Okay, so let's go through all of that. And I'll put that last example right at the end, which you'll hear for the first time. Okay, so your pitch rises when you talk about the excitement of seeing them for the first time, and then it drops perhaps when you move into something a little bit more seductive. You speak faster over the bits you don't want to mention. You elongate words to build up drama. And then you increase volume and enunciation to emphasise certain facts. So I was really, really excited. And I saw her across the dance floor. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. And then uh, anyway, we got one of those little booths at the right hand side over there. Yeah. And we kind of of moved in for a kiss and a cuddle. Um, Anyway, she invited me back to hers. We got on the bus and we went up to her place. And uh, anyway, one thing led to another and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, the next morning, it was like, oh, my actual god and there's the story so you've got five or six different elements there of speed and projection and tone uh, all of those coming into play during what 10-15 second story so what I'm saying is if you can hear and understand what natural conversation sounds like in the wild on the bus at the water cooler in the supermarket, in the pub, down the street, at the school gate, whatever it happens to be, then you'll be better able to replicate it in the studio if you can hear and understand how other people speak conversationally, then you'll be able to harness some of that conversationality yourself when you're trying to channel that kind of authenticity. I'm Peter Stewart. Back tomorrow with key number two, for conversationality as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice continues from London. I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>